Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What do you get when you take a smart ass sex and dating expert who's a little too smart for his own good? And you take a smoking hot vixen with just the right amount of naughty and nice. And together they point out all the very stupid things men and women do in the world of sex and dating. You get a juicy little podcast that is smart, sexy, and will knock you on your ass. It's unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is Believe in the Sex Playbook, and it starts right now. Hey everyone, welcome to Believe in the Sex Playbook. I'm your host, John Ibrahim, coming to you from the Windy City here on the Believe Podcast Network. Alongside with me is my co-host and a girl who was the Grand Marshal of this year's Rose Parade, <laughs> Shay Kilmer. Hello. How are my erotics and curious people and romantics? I hope you all are doing well. If you love the show, like soccer moms love yoga pants, then please remember to subscribe and believe in the sex playbook and rate us with a five-star rating. You can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere else you can get your podcast. And of course, you can always find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. That's B-L-E-A-V. So recently, Shay went on a good first date and she actually called me late at night right after the date to tell me about it. And I think I jokingly said to her, now, don't fuck it up. <laughs> did i did right (laughs) after she gave me all the details and um it's so cute because it's like little you know she was excited it's funny because i haven't been nervous for a first date in a long time like guys i'm a very chill person and it's very easy to talk to me obviously and i'm not really scared about answering any questions but for some dumb childish reason i was like nervous to go out on this date Aww, so oh cute. my gosh so cute wow. so cute it's so cute oh my goodness like little puppy love oh, hi little shay's all grown up get out of here so it was cute and i you know at first because obviously me and Shay talk a lot. It's but really funny. Cause I thought there was something wrong. <laughs> She's calling me late at night. I'm like, I legit oh, no. called him. He's the only and the first person I called after this date. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, John. Yeah. Like, he's like one of my girlfriends. It's hysterical. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that whole thing brings up a good point. So many people out there fuck up a potential relationship, you know, something that could turn into something meaningful because of their post first date actions. Oh, my God. And because I understand this, that's why I told you, don't I fuck it up. I am the first to admit I have done this <laughs> because girls are fucking nuts. If they yeah. found a guy that has a shit together, he's great with kids. Yeah. And Well, I mean, for me, I mean, probably other people who don't have kids don't get this part. But like... No, I think you're accurately speaking for Like, if you know population. a guy either is a great big brother, like younger... If he's a younger guy and he's a great big brother or great with his like to his mom, super sweet and stuff. If you know these things and like you know, you see how he treats like young kids and it's super cute and he's like goofy with them. It's so fucking attractive. Like there is not one woman on this planet that's like, oh, that's not attractive because he's good with kids or that's not attractive because he's respectful to his mom. Yeah. You know, so like. When you find some guy that's great with his kids or kids in general and he's fucking hot and has a good job, 
and doesn't have like a crazy fucking ex. I mean, he, she might be a little crazy, but like they're legit broken up and have been. They're all crazy. What do you shush? <laughs> then it's like a fucking gold mine. And it's like you don't come across gold mines very often. Yeah. They're unicorns. Unicorns. Well, it's because people always complain about their bad dates because you go on so many. You know, oh everybody God. has a way more bad date stories than good date stories. So when they finally go on a good first date, they get so overly excited and anxious and enthusiastic that they end up doing like overzealous things that, you know, could end up like spooking the other person. And it's funny he says that because I wanted to, as soon as the date was over, I wanted to like hound him with like text messages and be like, oh my God, that was so much fun. But like, I know at least better than that. Yeah. Like I wanted to hound him so bad and be like, oh my God, when's our next date? Let's go out tomorrow. Are you free? Not that I was even free the next day. But like in my mind, I was so crazy that like I would have made it happen if he had asked me out on a date for the next day. Like I would have moved stuff around so that I could see him. (laughs) But you you cannot be like, oh, let's go on a date tomorrow. Like that's fucking nuts. Yeah. You cannot, like if you are the one that actually does did have like a great time like and you know you did you can't hound them yeah they're going to run for the hills yeah they will you'll spook them spook and it doesn't matter you know got it doesn't matter how hot you are it doesn't matter how good you are in bed if you ended up you know having sex the first date we didn't by the way yeah <laughs> we weren't insinuating anything well i'm just making sure okay <laughs> so no matter how hot you are Sooner or later, your hotness won't make up for the crazy. your psycho behavior. <laughs> it's not enough. You know what I mean? Nope. Some guys will deal with the, with the psycho behavior for a little while because of your hotness, but sooner or later. Did you see like the crazy O-meter that they came up with? I think it might be an SNL skit or something. Hmm. And it's like the amount of hotness versus the yeah. crazy uh-huh. variable. Like you have to be X hot to be X, to be allowed to be X crazy. Yeah. Yeah, there's just, it's like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And it's true. It's so true. Yeah. Like, if you are, like, fucking Victoria's Secret model hot, then you can be fucking off your rocker. Yeah. But if you're, like, Joe Schmo, you can only be Joe Schmo crazy. Yeah, you don't have any right to be crazy. No. So, what you should and shouldn't do after a good date depends on kind of what happened on the date. You know, for example, having sex on the first date, like what we just mentioned, it requires a little bit different actions than if you didn't have sex at all. You know, we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But, you know, my first piece of advice for people is, is one of my cardinal rules. And that's just play it cool. You know oh my what I gosh. mean? Do you know how hard it is, it is for I women know. to play it cool like me? Like right. the ones that are actually like interested in possibly, like I don't just hook up to hook up with someone it's mm-hmm. just not what i do and i've never really been into that like it's obviously happened before i mean everyone has their one night stand but like i don't like hooking up with someone that i'm not really interested in and could see a possible future with yeah i say most women are that way so <laughs> if i had hooked up with him on the first date oh my god i would have clinged so hard but i know better <laughs> yeah i know myself i know i can get a little crazy after like if it's the first date and i've had sex with someone which i can't even remember the last time i did it i'm pretty sure i scared them off because i was so fucking clingy mm-hmm. because it like like i just expressed i don't 
hook up with someone unless I can see a possible future. And these and like a lot of guys aren't like that. They're just like, oh, let's just hook up because you're hot. So see, so a lot of you out there, you're getting it right from Shay, who's made these mistakes in the past. So that's why I'm in this podcast, guys, because right. I've made the dumb mistakes of a dumb bitch. Right. So it's her craft. She wants you to learn from her mistakes. Yeah, guys, don't learn the hard way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That can yeah. be taken two ways. Thank yeah. you. Oh guys, I need a raise. Anyways. Duh. So <laughs> So yeah, playing it cool. You know, Play don't cool. carpet bomb them with phone calls and texts because like we said, that can spook them and it could also make you look desperate. You know, desperation to me anyway is incredibly unattractive. I feel like any desperation is never cute it's not something that any party wants like if i see a guy and he's super desperate i don't want him yeah like i don't want desperation because it just seems like weak and i don't want a weak guy yeah now you all of you out there may be like well i'm not desperate well you might not be but your actions could make you look desperate notice i didn't say carpet bombing and with texts and phone calls make you desperate it makes you look desperate yep and that's what could spook the other person because mm-hmm. nobody wants a desperate person. Never. <laughs> so then when do you call or when do you text them? That's like the little delicate dance that people have. You know, there used to be that old wives tale where they said, wait three days before you call somebody. I hate that shit. No, so it dumb. is because it's dumb. There is no, you know, hard and fast textbook rule. But maybe the three day thing worked long time ago, old school, but with today with Modern communication, you know, how people can text anytime, anywhere, all that stuff. Three days is like an eternity. You know yeah, what I mean? for sure. Because there's so many easy ways to communicate. Honestly, if I had like, if it was like a one night stand, or not one night stand, but if it's someone that I... Like first date sex? First date sex. Yeah. And they didn't talk to me for three days, I would legit think that they were just, they just thought of me as a hookup. Yeah, for sure. I, I definitely think that. So any of you who have heard that whole three-day thing and you think it's like gospel, don't. Throw that rule it's out. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. That was for like back in the day when we didn't have the technology we do now. So right. get up with the times. Get up with the sex and dating times too. <laughs> so. so the biggest ways people fuck up these post-good dates is with bad communication. You know, that's either either calling or texting too much or not calling and texting when you should. Exactly. So I feel like if it's some if it was like a really good date and both of you at some point exchanged during the date or after the date like it was a good date, mm-hmm. I feel like there should be a text like the next day being mm-hmm. like, "Hey, I really had a great time last night. Thanks for taking me out or whatever, um, or going out with me." Whoever is sending that next text, I mean, technically it doesn't have to be the guy. The guy doesn't have to be that person to send that text the next day. Right. And it shouldn't be a standoff, a Mexican standoff no. waiting to see who's going to text who first. Because, I mean, that's just childish. It's yeah. not, we're not standing off here. Like, that's not how things go. Right. So, either way, just be like, hey, I had a really great time. Like, I wouldn't mind seeing you. Like, being flirty with it, too. Like, yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing you again at some point. Mm-hmm. Like, don't make, I mean, unless you want to and the other person's up for it, don't make, like strict plans right then and there like i think to have like an open-ended cute little flirty text if you're gonna be that first person is totally Mm -hmm. fine i agree a hundred percent to dovetail onto what shay just said with that text the next day 
I agree. It should, you should send a quick text saying you had a great time last night. And just short of like the flirtiness that she said, I would just keep it just at that. You know, don't try to keep a long conversation going on that next day text unless the other person keeps the conversation going. You know, to me, it's just a matter of sending that quick text to implant yourself into their brain. And now now you're in there like a virus, you know, let them decide how much more interaction at least that next day you're going to keep going. Yeah, I definitely think that like being so much on said, he's right. You got to play it cool. Yeah. Like, but playing it cool does not be, mean being like ice cold. No. Like you cannot be like cold and distance. That's not like I get it. Guys like the chase mm-hmm. and like guys love you playing hard to get. But if you're ice cold, he's legit just going to think A, you're a bitch. Yeah. Or B, you're not interested. And guys don't like that much of a chase. They want to see like a little tail. Yeah. The, the balance, that balance, it's an actual, you know, thing that's called push pull. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't. Push-pull means you show that you're interested, but then you back off a little bit. You know, you don't you don't smother them. And then, again, you show interest by maybe a quick text, but then you back off a little bit and let them make the first move. So, you know, some people say that's playing games. I say that it's you're doing the mating dance. It's a dance, right? Sometimes it's your move. Sometimes it's their move, you know, and that's that's kind of how it goes. You know, you're, you're, you can't do... Just push because then you're one of those desperate, overbearing people. And you can't just pull back because then you're that, like what Shay just said, you're that kind of asshole that's not playing it cool. You're just kind of being a bitch or an asshole. Yeah. So you got to do a little bit of both, push and pull. So even before that next day text, though, just before that, the only communication you should have as your parting ways is one or the other should like say that they got home safe. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing wrong with a text with the guy saying, hey, text me when you get home, you know, and then she texts you when she gets home. Yeah. That that shows a little bit of concern. You know, it's um, it's, it's a nice way like to kind of wrap things gesture. up. Yes, exactly. Like, right. hey, I enjoyed our date and I would like to make sure that you got home from it. OK, right. like that. I feel like that's a sweet mindset. And girls do like that. There's nothing like saying that will never go against you. Yeah. And even before you go to text or, you know, uh, phone calls or anything, before you part ways, there's nothing wrong with um, talking about a second date. If you really think like it was a good first date, you had a, you had some good night kiss or some good night making out, you know, <laughs> then maybe talk about it there so it doesn't have to be awkward later in a text like, so do you want to go out with me again? You know, b- um. maybe just have open-ended. You don't have to set the date right there before you part no. ways. Open-ended like, yeah, I'd love to see you again. Or yeah, I'd love to, to, to get together again. Yeah. And that's how this date kind of ended. It was like that I had with this guy. It was, um, he walked me to my car, which again, super sweet. Um, after we had like a nice Italian little dinner, we went to my car and then um, he was like, hey, I had a really great time. Would it be okay if I see you again? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. Wow, I like that. He asked your permission. Yeah. And then he asked my permission to kiss me goodnight. Wow. That's like one step shy of like asking your dad's permission <laughs> get, if he could court get you. Get out of here. Right. Get out of here. Anyways. Would you do me the honor of allowing me to court your daughter to Italian dinner? Oh my gosh, stop it. And so then I just like drove him back to his car and stuff because it did start raining and I was in the parking garage and he was like across the tracks. So drove him back to the car and like 
it and then we just said goodbye because he had to get back to his kids and stuff and it was just super it was just like a super sweet date mm-hmm. like didn't have any red flags anywhere we agreed on a lot of things like our kids are our pri- or his kids and my child are like our priorities and stuff right so it's just nice to see like that type of mindset especially because mm-hmm. like there are a lot of deadbeat dads yeah there so are. like it's hard to come by a dad that actually enjoys spending time with his kids and like pushes them to be like active, like to go to like sky zone and stuff when it's cold out and like doesn't just let them sit on the couch all day and like play video games and watch right. TV. the TV babysit. Yeah, exactly. Did you text him to let him know you were home? Okay. Uh, did I text him? Let's see. You don't remember. Hold on. Um, no, actually, now that I think about it, I actually asked him, I was like, hey, just let me know when you get home, okay? Like, I, cause I mean, I'm a yeah. mom, so like, it's just in my brain, like, hey, let me know you get home, okay? Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with the guy sending the text saying, I'm home, because if he drops you off, let's say, then you are home. There is no you needing to text him. It's yeah. you are concerned about him. You want to make sure? I don't had, think there's anything wrong with that. And he had a further drive than me. Like, I was only like 15 minutes away from my home. Yeah. So he did have a further drive. Right. So, um, and he got home a lot later than I did. And so I even made like a comment after he said home. I was like, man, you weren't kidding. That was a lot further drive. Mm. And I even apologized. I'm like, I'm sorry. We can make it closer to you next time. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I've actually been home for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, so he got around to it. Yeah, so which is super sweet in itself because when he gets home, he was tending to the kids anyways. Yeah. So it's still sweet that he thought about to yeah. text me that he was home rather yeah. than just like leaving me in the dark the yeah. rest of the night. So I would recommend when you send that text or or he or she sends you the text that they're home, leave it kind of just at that. If you want to throw one more, hey, I had a good time, that's great, but don't start a long conversation just from that because then, like you said, that's a little bit too much communication for right after mm-hmm. a good first date. Keep it short. Keep it sweet. And that's like where, like when he texted me he was home, I got excited. I'm like, oh my God, so I still made a little bit of a mistake, but I mean, it was more of like a funny kind of haha because we had talked about it yeah. before he left. It was yeah. like part of the date. So just keep it fucking cool, guys. Like, listen to John. He's not joking. Like, <laughs> cool your fucking jets. If cool you're like, jets. I actually really like this person already, cool them, guys. Like, yeah. blow off that torch <laughs> that makes you want to go at hyperspeed. Blow it out. Because, you know, you hear the women always complain that all the good men are either taken or gay. So the, the when you finally meet one that isn't, you can get a little bit ahead of yourself. So yep. chill out. We try to pounce. All right. Remember, this is the evaluation phase. The first date is the evaluation phase. It's kind of like a job interview where you're, you're both using every piece of information about each other to kind of draw initial conclusions, you mm-hmm. know? So... If you're hounding them with calls and texts right away, they're going to think you're overbearing or you're a controlling person or that you're like a psycho stalker. You know, like I said, every piece of information you give them, they're starting to draw conclusions about you. Well, if all you're giving them is constantly breathing down their neck with texts and phone calls, they're going to make some pretty negative assumptions about you. Yeah. And also to piggyback off that, it is just the first date guys Mm -hmm. and if what i realized a mistake that i made back in the day was i had recently got out of a relationship and so i it was like 
one of the first dates I had gone on, this was a while back, um, so it was, like, one of the first dates I had gone on, the relationship I was in was, like, a year relationship, and what I did when I met someone I kind of liked, I kind of put that guy in the position that I was in with my last relationship, so I expected him to care about me mm-hmm. in the same manner that the other guy did, so I expected a call every lunch hour and a text throughout the day and like you can't do that like this is not your past relationship you have to fully heal and move on from that relationship before you should really even start dating yeah yeah like you cannot just take one out and put another one because they that person just met you yeah you can't expect this brand new person to start texting you as much as your past serious boyfriend you, you were exactly. like using him as a continuation of your last boyfriend and you can't do that you have to start new guys yeah yeah just like i said don't breathe down their neck with the phone calls and the text i can't stress that enough because so many people have ruined you know things that could turn into a good thing like i always say how can i miss you if you won't go away <laughs> let them miss you a little bit let them let them crave you you know so to switch gears a little bit to get away from communication and more on some other post good date behavior is Shay, what do you think about a guy who sends you flowers after a first date? I mean like at work or like at home or it doesn't well, matter. Just in general. I'll talk about the at work thing here in a second, but I just mean in general, mm. in just general, the, gest- the gesture of it. I think that's super sweet. Okay. Like I would like it after like a first date. I mm-hmm. mean, like just not even gonna tell me like send me flowers yeah sure that's super sweet i mean if it's i mean don't send me like 12 bouquets yeah like don't overdo it but like even just sending like a cute little bouquet is fine to me mm-hmm. okay me and you might disagree a little bit here because you know me i'm not a traditionalist at all not in the slightest not in the slightest and i i think a move like that is just a little too traditional for my liking maybe it shows a little bit of desperation not that you're a desperate person but i think it also depends on the mood if it's like yeah if the date was more one-sided and he's like all about you and mm-hmm. you're kind of like backing away and, yeah and like not really returning his calls and then he sends you the flowers that's yeah. not good i would literally just yeah. throw him out but if it's someone that both of you really vibed on mm-hmm. i would appreciate it then so yeah. it's right. i think it's more circumstantial yeah, I would think that probably half the listeners out there are going to agree with you on that because they would love flowers and half would probably disagree, you know, whatever. But I will say this. If you're absolutely certain and you insist on sending her flowers after a first date, then I suggest that you send them to her work. Yeah. Like what you just mentioned. And here's why. Well, no, you go ahead and we'll see. You if ready for this? Because girls love to show off. Yes. They love yes. it. Love the attention at work that because was, it makes... Everybody else jealous. Like, oh, why doesn't my boyfriend, why doesn't my husband do that? Exactly. And then if that's, and if it's something that you truly do, if you truly love getting someone flowers that you're with, then that's a great way to show like, hey, I love to spoil. I love to get gifts and surprises. And that's a good thing to foreshadow what's to come. Yeah. But if you're really not that type of person and you're literally just doing it this one time, so like she dates you, not the best because then she's going to like, be like, wait, so you did it that one time only to get, like, to get me to date you? Then yeah. what the fuck? Where's the surprises? That's the desperate part that I was just talking about. They weren't using it because that's their instinct to do it. They were using it as a tactic to try to get her to like me. And mm-hmm. that's de- that's desperate. But, 
Shay hit the nail on the head when I said send it to your work. That's exactly the reason why. Is We love it. They love it. They love showing off to other women to be like, look, my man is better than your man. You know, it's called social proof. And women are so competitive with each other that it'll double the effect of you sending flowers <laughs> if you send it to her work versus sending it to her house. So yep. if you insist on sending flowers, send them to her work. But just know that if you do it, you run the risk of the person thinking you're getting too serious too quick because some people associate flowers with like Valentine's Day or anniversary. That's what you get your wife kind of thing. So um, you are rolling the dice just a little bit that she may think like, ooh, this guy, we only had one date. Uh, he's getting a little too serious. So, but I'm a gambling man. So if you all feel that's your instinct, then go ahead and roll the dice and do it. Now, if and when a second date happens, don't try to top the first date. Instead, make the date something more like that shows the real you, you know, yeah. like a place you would normally hang out, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. The thing is, you can't do that exact same date. Right. I would suggest doing something completely different. Like if you like we went to Italian dinner. OK, great. Yeah. Um, both of us really like being outdoors and being active. So like mm -hmm. it would be something like more of like casual like okay we got the serious part down like with the first initial date like cut the tension whatever yeah with the italian dinner okay great let's go get coffee let's walk around downtown let's do this that whatever that would be like my suggestion for a second date yeah or flip it if your first date was super casual then try a more intimate setting where you guys can have more like super alone time and like yeah. really talk and blah 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 right the reason why I bring this up is because if you keep trying to one-up your previous dates, you're eventually going to run out of ideas. <laughs> but really, the bigger picture is the reason why I said choose something that is more like the real you, like places you normally hang out or things you like to do, like watch sports or certain types of cuisine or you know things that interest you, is because you need to start easing in showing this person the real you. And first dates are not the real you. First dates are the best version of yourself. You know what yep. I mean? That's I call it your representative. That's the person that you go in there and put your best foot forward to really try to win the person over. But you're not always going to be first date you. You are going to be you, you know, the more dates you go on. And you need to ease that person out to them. So... That's why I say each successive date you go on after the first date, you need to start making it more like this is what the day-to-day -day would look like with me if we were in a serious relationship. Yeah. I agree with that one. And, you know, the second date is the best time to start transitioning from your representative first date version of you to the everyday version of you. So the goal here guys and gals, is to just slowly start making forward progress. You know what I mean? Play it cool. Don't, like, scare them off with constant texting and, and phone calls and all that kind of stuff. Don't do anything that makes you look desperate. Just be you. Roll with it. And, like I said, you just want to see slow, incremental forward progress, right? Yeah, I would definitely say... Cool your fucking jets. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Relax. Take a deep breath. Go. Okay. So if you are literally like, oh my God, I really just want to see this guy or girl. 
I loved how our date went. Like we really vibed together. Shut up. (laughs) Go, Go do something you like. Like if you like to read, go read your favorite fucking book. Like take up your time so that you're not on your phone just waiting for them to text you. Go do something. Like go hang out with your friends. Go get some sushi. Like go... like go skydiving i really don't care but like (laughs) do not overload them if you send a text don't double text them like wait for the response if they don't respond still fucking wait yeah like yeah yeah or you know if to get out of your head a little bit do what shay did and call a friend to talk about your date you know (laughs) and um you know maybe they'll give great advice like i gave which was don't fuck it up (laughs) so with that that'll do it for today's edition of believe in the sex playbook i'm john ibrahim make sure to hit me up on facebook and instagram with the username the real john ibrahim and please remember to subscribe to the sex playbook and give the show a five star rating and you can find me on instagram at truly shay that's t-r-u-l-y-s-h-a-y send us your questions comments and concerns topic ideas And remember, you can find Believe in the Sex Playbook on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and at pretty much all of your favorite podcast directories. And of course, always at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts on Twitter. And speaking of Twitter, please tweet your questions or topics at me and Shay. And I promise we will try to read them in a future episode. And I would especially like to hear anybody's stories about how they might have fucked up (laughs) what could have been a good thing after a good first date. You can find me on Twitter at John Ibrahim and Shay at Kilmer Shay. That's K-I-L-L-M-E-R-S-H-A-Y. And if you're interested in advertising on the show, please contact Believe at Believe.com. And remember, sex sells. So make your move and advertise with us. And you've been listening to the Sex Playbook on the Believe Podcast Network. Toodaloo, my babes and bros. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.